I might actually risk staying up a little later than I normally would on Sunday to catch Clutch. I love that band, and they're so good live. The thing I'm going to say is I don't think they're headlining that Sunday, so it's like oh. you'll probably get them five. You know what I mean? Like, that's not going to be super late oh, for you. Oh, I got to look at that. I don't know I don't know who the headliners are, but I know it's not Clutch. So it's like, well, dude, you'll probably be able to go catch it midday, hang out for a couple of other bands, and then, you know, oh. halfway through the bush set, be like, all right, dude, it's time for me to go home. If You know what? I got to look at the breakdown of the day, because if that's true, if I can catch if I can catch clutch at like six o'clock yeah. that would be awesome I think that's very doable for you yeah I I mean I love I mean the hour drive's not great but I mean for a band you love and you got to remember too it's festival shows so it's not like this is going to be an hour and a half two hour long set this is going to be them coming out burning well, it down for 30 45 minutes and then they're gone and also set change isn't that bad because they got it figured out oh, it's yeah. like you know what I mean it's all on rafters and wheels it's like you just wheel off the stage and then next thing you know the next band's ready to go so like that part's pretty good. I Yeah, I may look into that because I do want to see Clutch. I'd actually like to see Rise Against, too. I actually really, really, really like that band. I saw Fox 8 caught up with that fire couple that got like uh, yeah. that, that is on leave for uh, filming um, some sexual activity at the firehouse and then posting it to some porn sites. Fire Couple 11 is what I hear uh, their names are. Now, I didn't look last night when I was at home. I should have. I'm surprised. I didn't. I'm surprised. I, I, but you know what it was? And I was having this conversation um, with my friend Carolyn, that neither one of them are hot. And that, like I said this yesterday, the, neither one of them are ugly. You know what I mean? It's not like they're ugly people. But had the woman been hot, I would have watched that for sure. There's something about that. Like, the curiosity would have taken me over. But, like, in the still photos I've seen of her, like, again, she's not an ugly woman. It's just not necessarily, like, I need to see what that chick looks like when she's boning it out. Right. Um, I just Googled Fire Couple 11 right now. Here we and, go. Well, I mean, just the first thing that comes up is Fire Couple 11 squirt video on cam. So it's like, dude, there's plenty of them out there. Um they're on. It's apparently, home clips is the big like I don't know site. I don't. I don't know that necessarily either. So, uh, Fire Couple Eleven. You, it, it's easy enough to find, is what I'm going to say. Is that one of those like this is like a cam site where I like mostly so. amateurs? See, I'm not into that. I think so. I'm not into that. Like, I, 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 I actually had a woman reach out to me not that long ago that was like, "You need to help me out with something." I was like, "Okay." She's like, "I've been with my boyfriend like five years." She's like, "I think I love him," and I was like, "Well, that's a red flag right there." Have you yeah, been with somebody? Or do you not? Yeah, I mean, in five years, you either love somebody or you don't. And there's no like, eh, "I need to figure this out." Like, you know, five it, months, you should still be like, "I don't know." We're I think still I love this here. person, but it might be early. Right. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting out ahead of my skis or whatever. But five years, yeah, yeah. if you don't have it figured out by then then just pack your stuff it's time to go right but she was like this my boyfriend is addicted and he's been caught and tells me he'll change the behavior but doesn't like some of these cam girls i guess actually just sit in front of the computer and then interact with you when they're doing this stuff and then i guess they do it for what's called coins or whatever and then you enter in your debit card and then give them essentially like e-money like yeah. you pay them, and then they so then they'll do what you want them to do. They'll, uh, you know, I think a lot of them will, you know, do the cryptocurrencies or whatever. But a lot of them will have that, like, hey, PayPal here, or a something. PayPal or hey, here's my wish list from Amazon. Buy if, me this, and then I'll do it. Yeah, and I, I think it's a bit of a stretch, and people are like, oh yeah, dude, you can't mass or you know, when women are like, well, men, you can't masturbate looking at pornography because that's uh, you know cheating on me. I think that's a little crazy. But dude, once you start live interacting with somebody and throwing money at them and you and you're doing it compulsively you're doing it on a regular basis after somebody asks you to stop you, that dude's got a problem I, that's what i said to her 
And I said, look, and, and again, this was just a listener. And I had to tell her, I said, look, I said, I don't know if I'm the right guy to tell you this. I said, you're attractive, which is going to cloud my judgment. You know what I mean? Like, I find you attractive. Right. So, of course, I want you to go home and tell your boyfriend to go to hell. See ya. Like, there's a little bit of me that's like, yeah, dude, go home and tell your boyfriend to go to hell, right? Like, there's a little bit of that. I was like, so I can't, I don't know if I can be objective here. I said, but my problem is, is that I'm with you. That if I go home and I watch a Gianna Michaels video, dude, that it's 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 out there, right? And it's like she didn't know me. I don't know her. I'm never gonna run into her. I don't know her. It's just some hot chick doing this, and it's like I don't think it's all that bad. But if Gianna Michaels was sitting at her keyboard and saying, "Hey Stansbury, send me another two hundred bucks, and I'll do this, or I'll do this," and we're communicating live during the sex act. I mean, that's like sexting with somebody you know. It, it's adjacent to, it's closer than further away. Um, do you think it's comparable to like a strip club where it's like you're interacting with that woman, there's a sexual act going on, and maybe not masturbation, maybe, I mean, hopefully not masturbation, but like there's some sort of a sexual relationship there. Well, yeah, and I mean, they're touching you. The thing, I, the, I, I think what it to me is, is like, it goes back to, is Man, that, that's weird. Is that a one-off, like, hey, it's my buddy's bachelor party, we're going out, or is that a repeated pattern of behavior oh, well, yeah i mean i think behavior does matter yeah. yeah if you if you're in there a lot and i don't think it I, and again i don't think going to a strip club is necessarily indicative of you're in a bad relationship i no. think sometimes you're just out with you know for beers with your buddies but again if you're there at four o'clock and telling me how good like the lunch buffet is <laughs> then yeah bro like i mean i think you might want to look at that behavior you know what i mean and i could dude i'm speaking from experience i've been that dude no, 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 man. I gotta tell you, the chicken wings are good. It's like, dude, if that's, oh, really? if that's what you're really? doing, I'm telling you right now, if that's where you're going, it's because you know your behavior's not great. Been that dude. It's not good. Don't do it. But I, so like, I, yeah, I think live communicating with a cam girl is different. It's I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to put it exactly into the into the realm of cheating. But I think what it for me is, 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 is a behavior you're hiding. And once you get into behavior, you're hiding, you know, you're doing something wrong. Well, I mean, a lot of guys feel like they have to hide porn from their girlfriend or wife at all. Different, different, different than, hey, I don't want my girlfriend to walk in on me masturbating in the moment. That's going to be embarrassing. That's going to be. But like if you're hiding something like but oh, she knows you do right. Like, I mean, like, like, okay. my, like my girlfriend's not like oblivious to the fact. I mean, I bet he never touches it. Right. But when you but when, but but when you're when you're doing it and hiding it and it's like, I'll, I, I'm not going to not tell my girlfriend if she's like, hey, did you masturbate today? And I'd be like, yes or no. Like, but if if, if you're hiding like, oh, no, I, I don't know what those charges are. I don't know where that money went. I don't know what you know, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, anytime you're afraid to tell people what you're doing, it's because you're either A, embarrassed of it, or B, you're worried about what the what the repercussions of your actions are going to be. I don't know how it would be anything else than that. I uh I, I do it, it would not make it any more special to me to to have like the cam girl at the other end of the like I don't like I'm a big Jaden James fan, right? Mm. But, She's saying Stansberry. I don't but the problem is is dude, mm. I'm I think I'm too smart to get seduced into in, into that end of it. Like, there is something about just watching the movie that it's like, I'm not involved in this. It's just hot and it's just there. When she, I know I'm being hustled. Like, when she's sitting there in front of her computer going, no, just do this and we'll do this and then, then I'll do this. It's like, no, I, I, do you don't care. You don't want me. I'm being, this is a hustle. Well, I mean, same thing as a strip club where it's like, oh my gosh, you're so hot. And it's like, no, shut up, lady. Well, <laughs> no, yes, <I'm> <laughs> absolutely. Yes. However, I mean, that can be accomplished. Those, I mean, dude, you and I have both been able to walk into a strip club in our lives, find a stripper we think is hot, put enough work and effort in, and then next thing you know, 
have to kick that psycho out of our house at 3.30 in the morning. Yes, that's happened. Put enough eight balls in you know what you'll I mean? be fine. But I don't think the cam girl does that. Um, you're going to see more and more of these styles of uh, cam girls, and I, I don't want to call them porn stars because that's not what no, they are. No, cam girls is what they are, but you are going to see a ton of it because people need to make money. Well, th- I was going to say it's a much more lucrative business in the sense of if you're like at the, at the, at the pinnacle of the pornography world, yeah, you're getting paid well. I mean, like Jaden James is getting paid well, but if you're an up-and-comer... She's getting paid now that she's retired from it. Yeah, right, I mean, right, 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 right. Right. Yeah. Like if you're if you're an up and comer, if you're somebody who's trying to establish themselves, if you're tr- somebody who's trying to like, you know, do this without necessarily having to reach that pinnacle, you can make a lot of money just by 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 being that niche, you know, by being that like specific, I'll say your name or I'll do that thing you want me to do where I can't get Phoenix Marie to do that. I believe if you paid Phoenix wow. Marie, find <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more money. I you guess. can get her to do whatever you want. Speaking of spending money, Fantone spent a grip of it yesterday. We'll find out on what next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9, online for you at WRQK.com. I'm in a pretty good mood. This normally will put me in a good mood. I actually got out yesterday, played a little golf at Skyland Pines. Haven't been there in a little while. They got a new grounds crew, and you can tell. Really? Wow, is that course in really good shape. I know you dig Skyland Pines, so if they're making improvements over there, Stansberry might have found a new home. So I I ran into their head pro um, not that long ago. Her name's Cheryl, and she's awesome. I like Cheryl a lot. How do you become a golf pro? Do you have to play pro golf and then you can just go to a to a to a golf course and be like, "Yo, I'm a pro golfer, hire me." Well, the guy I use, HJ Winger out of the Pines in Orville, yeah. um, he played professional golf. He played on what I, I believe what is called the mini tours. And so then, yeah, I mean, he had a PGA Tour card. That normally you get a you, you get a teaching professional card from the, I believe from the PGA. Okay, because I was gonna say like you don't get drafted like in a team. You so that so they no. just give you like a hey you get to play in this tournament because you won so much. Yeah, or? you get cards like there's mini tour cards, there's a PGA Tour card, there the, the things like that, and you have to. I believe now you have to go to what's called Q School. To okay. be able to do it, and I get pretty confused in there. I, I don't. I don't actually know. I think back in the day, it was one of those things. If you were just good, they'd hire you. And like, like tennis. Like, if you were just good, if you were probably the best person at your club, you could probably get that job. Okay. You know, you know, teaching other, you know, old ladies how to play tennis. I think it's very similar. But I don't. I actually do not know. But I was playing great, right? Well, I was playing well enough. <laughs> let's let's get let's, let's let's not use hyperbole here when we're talking about the golf game. But I was playing well enough. Like re- for as bad as I had been playing, especially all weekend, I was really really uh, impressed with what was happening yesterday. And then sure enough, and this is on me, not the not the guys in front of me, right? So then I come up on this threesome, and uh, you know, dude, a, a guy playing by himself is supposed to catch a threesome. That's how it's supposed to work, right? Yeah. And so I uh, so I kind of caught up to him, and they were like, dude, just go in front of us. And then we there's a par three. So sure enough, dude, I put the tee in the ground, I put the ball on the thing, and I'm like, I'm going to screw this up. Because I, I do when people have to wait for me to do something, here's what it is. I hate when people inconvenience me. So then in my life, I try to go out of my way not to inconvenience anyone else, except for the people listening to the radio. But I, yeah, but but in my day-to-day life, I try not to inconvenience other people because it makes me crazy when people do it to me. So then I start to hurry. So then I screwed that shot up. And the guy said to me, he was like, look, man, he's like, I get what just happened here. He's like, I listen every day. He's like, I'm a huge fan. He's like, I, you know, I totally understand what's happening here. And then I went to the next hole, kind of screwed that one up, too, because I'm still like <laughs> mentally like broken down from it. And then after that, though, the next four holes after that, I played great. Like, I, uh, I, I think I had found 
what was uh, what was going wrong in my setup. I can't explain it to you. I don't even want to try to explain <laughs> it to you because I just kind of found it and I don't want to do. I want to tempt fate. I'm actually sad it's going to be raining today. Uh, during the break, Fantone actually looked up Fire Couple Eleven's videos mm-hmm. uh, on a work computer. So we'll bid farewell to Fantone here in a little <laughs> while. Uh, and here's what I'll say: that woman is more. Now I don't know if it's because she's doing sex things. Because every woman gets hotter the moment she starts doing sex stuff, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know, I've never seen an ugly woman perform oral sex in my life. I've, you know what I mean? Like, so they all get hot. Then. I was gonna say they've done it, but I mean, all I right. mean, they all get hotter then, right? And so, like, she—I will say this—she is attractive in these. Like her body is way nicer than you think it is when she's in that fire in her fire stuff. Yeah, I mean, which is kind of, I guess, to be expected. To, the way you know, you're, you're a little hidden there. Um, it it definitely seemed like she was the uh, star of the show, where she had a lot of videos like stuff by herself and things like that. There was definitely him, like he was getting involved in action. But I mean, it seemed to be more her thing. Uh, the thing that kind of surprised me is like. These people obviously, obviously, obviously embrace this. They called themselves Fire Couple Eleven. It's not like they just did it and were trying to hide who they were and what they were doing. I mean, you can see both of their faces clearly in the video. You can see like, username is Fire Couple, couple Eleven, right. right? I mean, these people you you can't hide behind the well, dude. We're a private we're a private couple doing private things here. Well, it's like you're you're embracing this. You got to remember, they're gonna have a morality clause in their contract with the fire department. Um, that that's going to say that, that you did something that that brings negative attention to it, so they're yeah. going to be able to release you for that. So there's that. You, yeah. might, you know what I mean? Just let that go. Um, I think it's that they did it. I, you can't necessarily say on purpose, but I think subconsciously they did it to get released from their jobs. And I know that sounds crazy. You're thinking to yourself right now in your car, why would anybody want to get let go from work? And I think this is possible that this that that they did this subconsciously to get released from work and they don't even know that's why they did it because sometimes that's the way the human brain works and i think this could be true we don't want to do this anymore and people are are making money by having sex on film and doing it on these campsites and people pay and like it's like dude people are paying to watch people play video games now right so you don't think somebody's going to pay you to bang your girlfriend on on camera for sure they will so if if think about that and there's a lot of and I've been t- I talked about this about a month ago there are women out there and I don't know if this woman's one of them but there are women out there who feel like if I'm sleeping with my partner and showing that to you that that's not dirty that it's not porn that I'm just showing you like, I'm not sleeping. It's like, you see what I'm saying here? It's not Shawn Michaels and Lex Luthor, whoever, like banging me out. This is my husband or my boyfriend. And that the, the mentality now is, is that it's a different thing. And so I think that they were both like, you know what? We'll do this. And maybe subconsciously, like, dude, we're too, maybe what it is, is we're too afraid to just quit our jobs and try to do this as a career. But if we do this, we'll be forced into doing it. You get backed into it. And you can obviously, and they've got national attention with this, but yeah, they remember the Duke um, library girl. She's like a mainstream porn star now who's like transferred from like Kendra Sutherland. Yeah. From from, from what was Oregon State? Yeah. From an internet. Oh, yeah. It was Oregon State, not Duke. I'm sorry. But it was an internet thing where it was like, hey, I'm just putting these videos out. She's transformed that into a full-time job for herself, so it's not out of the question this could happen for those people. Well, that's what I, th- that's my next point, is I worry about the dude. Because nobody cares about the dude. No, nobody Right? Cares. Nobody cares about the dude. You get popular with this, and now all of a sudden Vivid and Evil Angel and all that start calling for the fire couple girl and not necessarily the guy. Dude, watch. Dude, in a year, she could be doing like legitimate porn. This dude could be on the side of the road like, what happened to my life? <laughs> Which, by the way... It's just sad. Fox 8 was out in front of their house. Now, look, 
people take on mortgages all the time. And a lot of people are in mortgages right now and are in houses they shouldn't be in. I'm... I'm not going to speculate. House looked pretty. Now they live there together. House looked pretty nice. I was going to say in the video that like I was like kind of scrolling through, their cars looked really nice. Well, if I if I if I remember correctly, what there's a Cadillac in the in the garage. There's a nice like I, I think Escalade or something, something like that yeah. in the driveway. Nice SUV in the driveway. Now look, people are are mortgaged and and credited out to the hills. Everyone. But it does look to me like, where the hell did you get all that money? Well, and I, I, you can come from money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, fair. You, okay, you know, fair. Your, your family has money, and you're like, all right, well, I'm going to be a firefighter because I don't, don't need think money. like that because <laughs> both of our parents were broke. We're broke. Speaking of being broke, Fantone almost went, put himself in the poor house just a little bit yesterday. Indeed, I did yesterday, uh, and it was 100% worth it. All right. Well, 100% what, worth it. Well, what'd you get? Uh, yesterday, it was finally delivered after a long, long waiting period, I felt like. Uh, but yesterday, I got myself a brand new smart TV. Is that right? That is right. What'd you get? LG? A 65-inch LG. Uh, it's a uh, 7700 series. So it's got the nano cell technology. And I was like, what the hell is that? I was going to say, what is that? Um, it's it's kind of the step between like what is HD and that next up up to OLD. So it's like in that middle middle like step, okay. step up direction. Um, but... I, without getting like nerdy about it, without because I mean I did the research on this, dude. It's just amazing. Like number one, the size alone is a huge, huge difference. The TV that I had, um, probably ten plus years old. I mean, nice enough TV when I bought it, but it was just kind of one of those like, all right, I need a TV. I'm gonna go buy the first flat screen that I can get for under five hundred bucks ten years ago. So the fact that I like went and researched this and got something that I really wanted, it's 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 it, it's crazy, dude. Like. It's all, everything's already integrated into the television. So as soon as I hooked it up to Wi-Fi, my Netflix, my Amazon Prime, Hulu, everything that I wanted, WWE Network, is already in the TV. So I don't need like a separate streaming device. I don't need a Roku. I don't need a Prime Stick or anything like that. That is actually nice. It's fantastic. It already has um, Google Assistant transferred into it. So as soon as I turn the TV on, my Google Home, my Google smartphone, and the TV all start communicating with each other there of like... Isn't that creepy on some level? That you don't even need to tell it to do anything it just knows well i had to turn i had to turn like i had to like say like hey google find my you know find my my new lg tv uh, and you know okay all right you you could opt out of it but at the end of the day like to me that's a big part of the reason why i wanted this tv was there was like this is going to integrate itself with what i already have going on and it's going i mean dude, and it just looks phenomenal like yesterday we watched planet earth 2 and it wasn't because i wanted oh, to yeah it was just like oh my god dude it's you, you know high. that's all that's all on that <laughs> new t- tv it's all in that. I think it's a 1040, uh, you know, 1040 H something, and it, it's just so much different with with the lighting and with the with the backlight on it, and the sound is insane. Like from from just from the TV, like I don't have a sound bar or anything, dude. It blows me away. So it was a lot of money. It was it was you know it was 1100 right there. Oh, but well spent, dude. What a kick in the ball. 100 percent well spent. I mean that's and dude, the, the thing really? is. I, I knew I've had the money for a while and I knew I was going to buy it. It's a part of the reason why I had three jobs there for six months where it was like, dude, this is something you want. This is something that you're saving money for. And uh, it took me a while to pull the trigger, but I'm so glad that I did. Oh, man, dude, spending money is fun, right? 
<laughs> I mean, it's a, well, I, I'm yeah. like you. Like the moment I do it, I'm like, this is awesome. And then I go to bed and I wake up and I'm like, dude, what did you do? And that's how I felt when I bought the golf clubs. I was like, what did I woke up the next day and I was like, what'd you do? What the hell is this? You didn't need this. You had a TV. You go back to Foxy Golf and tell me you don't want these. They're gonna be like, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> well, we we already spent your money. Like, yeah, I'm I'm the same way. That had to be a little tricky. So it's comically like oversized, dude. And so I don't have it hung up yet, and it was too big for the television stand. So I just had to like take my TV stand from my old TV and all that crap, and it's just like on the floor now. And it's like, dude, how white trash is this? I'm sitting here with an eleven hundred dollar TV just chilling on the floor. That that is Canton as hell, dude. It is. That's Canton as hell. What I want you to do today is go upstairs. And take the frame of your bed and throw that out. <laughs> Let's get the mattresses straight on the ground. The best reason not to double dip your food. Next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. I want to thank Captain Tony McGinty from uh, from our sister station, 98.1 WKDD. Reminding me, he's like, Stansberry, dude, that fire couple 11, they got a nice house because they're both lieutenants. Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, it's like, he's like, that pay scale is a little bit different. I was like, oh, I'm thinking about that. Yeah, they're not, uh, they're not the scrubs out there. Those are, those are lieutenants, which even more so, it's like, guys, you got a good job here, man. I, dude, I, I maintain. I think it was subconscious. I think it's, we would rather do this for a living secretly underneath it all. Everybody thinks they can do, you know, what they wish they were doing and thought they could do it and think that they can do it and are, are risking this without maybe even knowing it and then going to force themselves into the decision they wish they were doing. I uh, I guess I don't necessarily look for it, but I'm surprised there's not a little bit more first responder porn out there in the ether. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's a firehouse gangbang that I could find well, my way of, to. Like, there's a lot of it fake. So, like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of that. I'm just saying I'm surprised there's not more like, you know, all right, hey, I pulled this woman out of the fire, and now she's gonna, you know, service me or whatever. I just don't feel like that's maybe, maybe that's what they're looking for there. I would hope most men, yeah, if they have to, you know, wipe charcoal off a woman's <laughs> face, be like, you know, I'm, my penis isn't the number one thing on my mind right now. But again, we're dudes, and it probably yeah, is. You know, most men. Yeah, I was come gonna on. say, come on. Oh, good God. My uh, my eating is is pretty legendary. I mean, pretty much everywhere I go, people are like, dude, are, are you gonna eat things? Like, I uh, and I got some habits with when I eat that that aren't great. Right? I eat a lot of I eat quickly. That's a, that's one of the big ones. I, uh, I I find myself in 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 uh, in situations when I'm eating with a lot of people, I have to like slow down. Yeah, and I, I'll have conversation. I'll continue the conversation while other people are eating. I'm like, all right, let them catch up to your portion of the plate. All right, now we can go. I, uh, I, I think one of the things you can do there is to put either the fork, the spoon, or the burger down between every bite, and then that just reminds you, like, dude, slow down. There's other people here watching you. Yes, I, uh, yes, that is true, and I need to, I need to learn that. I need, I need to do that. One of the grossest things, and I won't do this when I eat. I won't even do this when I'm by myself eating. Because I think it's gross. And even if, if I'm in a relationship and it's just me and my girlfriend on the couch watching, you know, Netflix or whatever, if she does this, I'm mad. And that's the double dipping of anything. It's just gross. I just don't, like I said, I won't do this by myself. Like if I got chips and like nacho cheese at home, if I dip that chip in that nacho, what happens with me is I don't just bite the part of the chip that has the cheese on it and go back in. 
I, the whole chip goes in the mouth. Yeah, for me, more likely than not, that's what's happening. But if you're by yourself, I mean, what, no, what, do what difference does it make? Well, here's the thing. I believe you... You don't practice bad behaviors. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? So what I don't I don't want to get used to doing that and then subconsciously be at Fantone Super Bowl party and there I am double dipping everybody's looking at the fat boy like dude. What? Jeez, jobs. How, how gross is that? How gross <laughs> okay. is that? That's fair. So it turns out like I guess a news station did a study and they found out there's the best reason never to do this and it's because the norovirus and herpes are easily spreadable through double dipping of your chips and dip. Herpes? Yeah, you can move you can move herpes around. Wow. They say uh, in your communal sour cream, you know, your salsa or whatever, they say is the norovirus and herpes. And they say the, one of the things you can do is, A, don't ever, don't ever, don't ever double dip. And I find that double dippers always, like, th- th- this is one of these behaviors where they want to try to t- explain to me why it's not that big of a deal. Right. It's like, no, dude, you're a gross pig. <laughs> Just stop being a gross pig. Um, I, To me, I've always thought with dips that, especially at like a party or something like that, one of the grossest things to me is how close your fingers are to it. It's not necessarily like, oh, your mouth went from here wow. to there, but your fingers are so close to it. I have no idea what you've done that it, with that day, but you're at a party, so you've probably shaken hands. You're probably, you know, doing the mingle thing, touching everyone's hands, and now you're sticking your fingers down there in that in that guacamole or whatever. And if you double dip, if you take a bite of the chip and then re-put it, Gross. you're even closer. Your fingers went from, from an inch away to now all of a sudden you're half an inch away, and dude, you're just getting closer and closer there to me. They say one of the things you can do, like Super Bowl party, right? You got all that stuff out. They say right. in between when people are eating it, put it back in the fridge. If you leave it out on the table, dude, any of those viruses, that stuff, it just starts to build. Okay. You want it back, you want it back in the cold environment. They okay. Say. I don't understand. First of all, why are we sharing dips at all? Get a ramekin. For those of you that don't know, yeah. that's the little saucer type thing that restaurants will use. They sell plies, they sell paper ones at the you know at the grocery store or whatever. I actually have like 10 ceramic ones in my house. And then you put a little bit, like a, a, a personal serving size in that ramekin, yeah. and you go off w- with your celery and blue cheese, and you stay away the, the hell from mine. Yeah. And then in the communal dish, you put a spoon in there. Why are we still in 2018 hillbilling it up with like, all right, well, I'm standing here at this, you know, whatever, Sabra, and like, I'm just going to put this pita in there and just, oh, you know, you wait your turn. Like, now, what? party situation, I do agree with you. And I, 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 I mean, you got multiple people dipping in there. If it's me by myself or me and my girlfriend, I don't know. We're swapping bodily fluids on a regular basis anyway. So it's I like. No, look, I, again, if I'm in a relationship, I will have sex with you without a condom. Right. Yet I don't want to use the same toothbrush. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that, but it's I don't know. the same know, thing, right? But, but if I'm in a situation where it's like, oh my God, I need a toothbrush. I'm going to use my girlfriend's where it's like, well, dude, you got zero other option here. If it's either don't brush your teeth or use your girlfriend's, I'm using my girlfriend's. Girlfriend's toothbrush or finger. Uh, girlfriend's toothbrush. I'm gonna get a better job there. I don't want to do that. I think I'm probably fingering it. Okay, and then buying a toothbrush on my way to wherever I'm going. Okay, all right. I, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm not in the camp of like, nah, dude, share everything. It's gonna be fine. But I'm not necessarily afraid to do it either. I remember my ex Natalie. One time, I was living in Lakewood at this time, and uh, we went. I went and saw Kiss. That night, and she ended up just going to the bar because she hated Kiss. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> and uh, we went home, whatever, and actually, that was a great night. And then uh, I woke up the next day, and I walked into my bathroom, and there she was with my toothbrush, just like smashing all the way in the back of her mouth, and like, getting the molars and everything. And I was like, what are you doing? She goes, Dan, are you a moron? I'm brushing my teeth. What does it look like? I was like, no, 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 no. But you're using my toothbrush. 
Dan, we had sex three times without a condom last night. You're worried about your toothbrush? I'm like, yeah, I am worried about my toothbrush. And dude, your boy did not like that. I, uh, I, I don't. That's not. That's not my thing. Feel the same way about straws? Okay to drink out of. A, I mean, don't love the straw. Okay. Don't want. Honestly, even and again in a relationship, will I let you do it? Yes. Would I prefer you didn't take the cup out of the cup holder in the car and drink out of my straw? I would prefer you not do that. A McKinley teacher had sex with a student and is getting let off the hook. We'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. Hope you boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We'll pass out those incarceration tickets 8.30. Fantone spent a bunch of money buying himself a new television yesterday. Just got delivered. Uh, I actually found what I believe will be the coffee table you're going to need to go along with that new TV, you can see that facebook.com slash Stansberry Show there. Uh, it's pretty sweet, dude. Like the top of it is just like one of those surfaces where you put things down on it, it charges your device. Ooh. The drawers in it are uh, they're refrigerated, so you can keep like soda and stuff like that right there. Dude, that walking back and forth to the kitchen, the little bit of exercise is America, dude, the little bit of exercise an American gets, screw it. Yeah, Who get, needs that? Give me a couple thousand dollars. You don't even have to get off your couch now. America's like, here, <laughs> take my money. I don't care. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. If you want to check that out, facebook.com slash Sansbury shows where you can see it. So back in May, Tiffany Eichler, 36 years old, pleaded guilty to three counts of sexual battery. She had been sentenced to 30 days in jail, 30 days, uh, 30 half days at day jail. I don't even know that was a thing. And 300 hours of community service. Uh, we actually have a little audio uh, of Tiffany in the courtroom uh, before being sentenced. Here's this. Um, Your Honor, I would just like to apologize to the families and the boys, um, the teaching profession, Kansas City Schools, and my family for putting everyone in this position. So... There she is, you know, addressing the judge and obviously the families there. Uh, should tell you that I believe she is going to avoid the jail term. They have, uh, from what I'm, if I'm reading this right, they have suspended her jail, t- uh, jail time. She will not go inside, which I find interesting. And I don't know if I'm right about this. Maybe this is just one of these things that feels true, but might not be. But I feel like if this were a male student or a male teacher, he'd be in jail. Am I crazy? No, I, I think that's 100% what would have happened there. A male teacher sleeping with female students, a male teacher sleeping with male students, 100%, that would, that would be what happened This there. is one of those things where we just put it through a different filter, whether depending on the sex of the person who's doing it. Here's another thing. We argue about the way the news presents things, says things all the time, right? Like, you see this a lot, and this is kind of true. Where, like, if a minority happens to be arrested, like, you'll see words like thugs and things like that thrown around, right? And then maybe, you know, you have a white suspect, not not as much, right? That is true, and I have seen that, right? And that's not great, and we need to be more consistent. However, when these teachers have sex with kids, that's what it's called, having sex with kids. Where if you really want to get on the news for how they report something, she is a rapist. I know, well, the boy wanted it. He's 17. He wanted it. He's a minor. She's an adult. That is rape. The concept of, of, of 
consent does not exist with minors. That's why they can't sign contracts. They can consent with one another. Yes, but they cannot they cannot consent with adults. That's why I can't be like, hey, sign this contract, 15-year-old. Like, that's not what happens. And you know it's true because you still got all them tapes from Columbia House. <laughs> you know it's true, right? That's where everybody learned that rule. Tape one penny here. Oh, my God, I'm only 15. I'll just tape this penny. And next thing you know, Night Ranger's greatest hits just shows up at my door. And you can't do anything about it. Because awesome. I'm 15. It was awesome. Yeah, that was the original Napster. That was, dude. That was the original streaming right there. Back before iHeartRadio, it's what you had to do. That's what they did. That's what you had to do. iHeart just bought Columbia House and was like, we'll just put it online. <laughs> just a penny. That's all it's going to cost you. <laughs> That's what we'll do. We'll just put it online. Um, We've got comments here from one of the mothers of the victim. Oh, yeah, I want that. Okay. You were also supposed to look after my son. Yet you were only looking out for yourself. Your character is the real class act. You are a mother, wife, daughter, teacher, friend, and now you will be known as a registered sexual offender. Tier 3, too. Since March 8th, have you asked yourself any questions? What if this happened to your kids? Since then... I have been praying for you and your family. I'll tell you what I I thought the entire time through that audio. That was the mother of one of the victims. Mm -hmm. And that's what he is. He's a victim. I know. Where are these teachers when I was in school? They were there. You just didn't have Facebook to hear all about it. They were there. You just, they didn't pick you. Right. Is essentially what's happening there. But as you're hearing the mother of one of the victims, and again, that's what they are. You know what I thought during that is? That's like, that tone of that. And 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 the word she were the phrases she was using is like when your parents are disappointed in you, not mad. Just yell, just yell and get it over with. This whole disappointed in me, don't know what to say to me, shaking your head at the at the dinner table's worse. Just get mad and yell at me. Yeah, it's got to be a very tough place for a parent to be. I mean, you you trusted these people and you trust the school district or what you felt like was, and it's just like how now do you? Send your kid back to school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how, how do you feel comfortable with that? Well, yeah, because if this happens to you, then you start to become obsessed with the fact of what's happened. And so you start thinking, well, if there's one of them in that school, how many of them are there? Of course. Of I course. mean, how are you not going to think that? How many of them are there in the teaching profession? And, I, I dude, I, that's something that is just kind of, I, I know a bunch of teachers. There's a bunch of teachers in my family, like... It's just like how how do the, how do the how do the educators that are teaching teachers like how do when when you're 18 and you say hey I'm gonna go to Kent State and I'm gonna be an educator how are they addressing this in classes of like hey you're not allowed to sleep with students by the way is that like teacher 101 or is that like the advanced classes I bet it's never discussed how this is a this is an epidemic across the country I I don't know obviously I don't know because I haven't gone through the program. But you, what, do you think that – I don't think they address that. I mean, I know we have plenty of teachers that listen to us. I'm going to doubt they're up right now because it's summer break and they're probably like, no, idiots, I'm sleeping in. Um, but if if you are an educator – and, I mean, like, how does Kenton City Schools handle this, though? Fine. Okay, then Kent State doesn't handle it because it's like, dude, we're just teaching you how to be a teacher. But when you're hiring somebody, there's got to be some sort of well, like – I mean, what do you think? They just get the General Assembly together in, 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 in the gymnasium before the school opens and be like, hey, everybody knows you're not allowed to bang the kids, right? I would hope they're having that conversation at this point, and I know that sounds silly. I know that sounds like, no, you can't do that, but you have to do that. Well, no, I wouldn't say you can't do that. I, I would say that I, I, I bet that's not happening. 
I um I, I I don't know what the answer to this is because because well here's the thing like. I get your point. I really do. But what are they going to do? Do they really think somebody's going to raise their hand and be like, oh, I, oh well, I'm what? probably going to do that. So I was like, thinking about that. Let me get out of here. No, and I, I don't necessarily even think that a lot of these situations, I don't necessarily think that people are deciding like, hey, I'm going to go into the education field. That way I can have my run of the crop of 15, 16, 17 year Oh, olds. I think some of them you, did. I, some of them do. I think more so, though, these are people who go into education because this is what they want to do with their lives. And somewhere along the line, bad decisions start happening. Well, yes. I, I think people do need to realize that this can be a thing. That... How do I say this? Carefully. I don't know what you're yeah. about to say, but dude, I mean, weigh your like, words I mean, right dude, now, here's my the thing. Like, how do I say this? Because, again, people listen to the radio like half-assed. But I think it could be possible for good-hearted people, well-intentioned people listening to the radio right now mm-hmm. to find themselves in a situation like that and then where you're dealing with young people over and over and over again. And I think you could make, I think even people who don't think it could be true of them, you could find yourself having what can only be described as an inappropriate crush type feeling over somebody you shouldn't. I think seeing somebody grow from here to there to there could, 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 could skew your vision of who that person is. Yeah. And what they are to you. Now, look, it is still on the adult. To go, it, this is much like this, right? Like, if you go into a store, you're not responsible for what your first thought is. So if you go into a store and, like, a girl who's 16 looks 24, if you look at that person and go, wow, that's attractive, and you know they're 16, I can't crucify you for your first thought. Now, if you spend the rest of the afternoon walking around dicks, following her around, Jeez. I don't know why I picked the store <laughs> I shop at all the time. I have no idea why I did that. I have no clue why Sorry, that dicks. happened. Let's make it Walmart where I don't, you know, right, whatever. Sure. But if you're like walking around and things like that, if you're finding an excuse to keep running into that person in the store, now I worry about who you are. So I can see how it could happen. The concept of especially men to younger women is not new, dude. That's a very that's well, a it's a you, well well worn path. You're there. also conditioned to want a younger woman, but but this is a it, woman, woman going after younger men, thirty six year old yes. sleeping with a sixteen year old. So like that's kind of and that's that seems to be the new norm. I don't know if maybe it's because that's just what the media has like latched onto and we get a little bit more of it, but like it seems to be the new norm of of older women sleeping with younger men. Yeah, I, I think it's what, what this is. This is going to be a lot about sexual primes that women hit their sexual prime a little later in life. Men kind of peak a little early. I'm sure that that's going to be a component in this, but that's all the more reason why I can't believe women do this. Now, look, I know what the easy joke is. I know what the easy line is. He's 16, can stay, you know what I mean? He's erect all night. I get it, right? I get it. As a guy who's 42 and the thing hasn't been totally straightened out in 10 years, (laughs) I do. I get it, right? But he's not going to be any good at it, right? Like, yes, he's available to do it till 4 o'clock in the morning, but aren't you still like, oh, my God, i got to teach this person everything? Maybe the dude's fantastic. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe all three of those dudes were just, you know, Rico Suaves out there and just getting it done. But it, 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 it's that's that's not where this conversation is. Like, you're victimizing kids. It's not about are well, they a good sexual performer. We agree. Or, or do they have a hot body? Or are they attractive? I mean, these are children that you, not only children, but children that you have been trusted with, kids that they 
their their best interest should be what is on your mind, not like oh my gosh, man, can't wait for you for the zip flop, oh my god moments. But this is how like fa- like not even sex, but this is how favorites happen in classrooms, right? Is that there's a little bit there's a not that it necessarily has to be like a physical or sexual attraction, but you prefer a kid to another because they they. They kind of resonate with you. Well, if if if, if, if I'm not going to blame a teacher for liking a kid who does his homework, is funny, and isn't a disruption in class. Well, right, but you're assuming that that's the only way you can become a teacher's favorite. Yeah, but I, I would say primarily teachers that students who get along with teachers are going to be their favorites. How many teachers are in McKinley High School? I know you don't have the actual number, but ballpark it. Like, how many of them are there? How many? Uh, in McKinley? 30? 50, I was going to say 50. 50 was my guess. I bet it's under 50, but that's probably not a terrible guess. Teachers total at McKinley. If anybody knows, make sure you send that in. Sansbury at WRQK.com is an email address. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Sansbury Show. I'd be interested because here's what I want to know. Let's let's say it's 35 teachers. Okay. Okay, because I bet that's close. 35 teachers at McKinley High School. Out of those 35, and again, we're just guessing on that number. What do you think the percentage of people who have done something inappropriate with a student is? <sighs> I'm going to take it out of McKinley, and I'm going to say per 100 teachers in the in, in the world. I want to take it out of McKinley. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to say that's fair. I'm going to I'm going to hope it's under 10 percent, but I'm going to guess it's over. So I'm going to say 15 percent. I'm going to say it's closer to 30. Because you in, got you, inappropriate. Do you mean acted on it or thought it? Oh well, if it's thought it, it's Ugh. seventy. Ugh. Like I'll, I'll be honest with—I mean, come on, like come on. There, there, dude. The amount of guys listening to us right now who have teenage daughters who have improper thoughts about their daughter's friends—I bet it's closer to eighty. So, like, you, you gotta understand that that's going. I mean, dude. You, again, this is what I'm always saying with about hate crimes and everything else like that. When you start legislating what's going on in people's minds, that gets a little scary for me. I, I, I think. Honestly, per 100 teachers, I bet it's closer to 30. Now, again, it doesn't necessarily need to be all the way sex, but has that teacher done something inappropriate trying to, 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 to test the waters of what might be possible in that relationship? I think it's closer to 30. Ugh. It's Dude, scary, right? We uh, we talk about this plenty, and like I want to be a dad, but like stories like this, I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't, know how I don't do even it. want kids. I don't even want. I don't want to deal with this. Like, I don't want to have to navigate these waters. I don't. I yeah, it's really. Yeah, it would be one of those things I would not, as a human being, would want to have to worry about myself. Actually, we're going to stick with your kids and the problems with them, and two guys who don't have them are going to teach you how to raise them just a little bit better next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Pass out those incarceration tickets 830. So... Uh, this got announced the other day, and people have been hitting me up about it a lot because they know I myself am a gamer. I, uh, I have an Xbox One. I'll play a couple of you know handheld stuff via my phone, and I know, I'm not into it as much as I once was, but I'll still play a little Call of Duty. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. I'm into it. But uh, the World Health Organization is adding gaming disorder to its globally recognized list of medical conditions. Despite the objections of the video game industry and other researchers, they're like, don't want to see this listed as an addiction. Now, there's a lot going on here. Okay. You got to understand that I'm a person who believes you could be addicted to anything you enjoy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that's Anything fair. that changes your, your brain makeup that brings you either up and or down, you could be addicted to. A lot of drugs bring you down. You could become addicted to that. A lot of drugs bring you up. You could be addicted to those. See what I'm saying? I believe that everything 
is addiction-based, or everything can be addiction-based, okay? And this is where people kind of lose me on the... What I don't like is that, yes, I believe you could become addicted to something. What this country does now is that if you have an addiction, that that excuses your behavior away because it's a sickness. It's an illness. And I always say about drug addiction that I feel like that, well, it's a disease. Yeah, but it's kind of like a disease the way lung cancer is a disease, meaning you're probably not going to get it if you don't smoke cigarettes. Can you? Yes. But I would make the argument that if, that if, you're, that if drug addiction is a disease and you're, you're addicted to heroin, that... You could have lived your entire life without knowing you were a heroin addict had you never tried it. See, see my point is that, yes, you may be addicted and that, yes, that may be a disease, but you went out and caught it. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 okay. I don't think that's out of line. That's And so what I th- this is my thing. Can you be addicted to video games? Absolutely. You can. But we are a nation full of addicts. You right now listening, whether you think you are or not, are an addict. You are addicted to something, it's just the world hasn't figured out the thing you're addicted to is a problem, and you haven't been made to deal with it yet. Can I make the argument some addictions aren't problems? I guess you can make that argument, but I'm going to want an example. Coffee. I don't have a problem. Has an effect negatively affected my life? I don't know the, the latest research on whether or not it negatively affects your body or this and that, but I take your point, and yes, I don't think that that one's all that serious. Okay. Okay? Okay. So... That's where I'm at. That, yes, I believe your kid could be addicted to video games. But you can't rest on your laurels and think that this is an excuse. At the end of the day, they live in your house. Yank the the power cord out of the wall. Problem solved. Oh, you know, but you don't know what it's like to raise a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to know what it's like. That's why I made sure I didn't have one of those. So this is one of those things. Rip the Xbox off the wall, and then you're done. Do you feel like this is a... Okay, and I'm putting you in the hypothetical, like, Papa Stansberry here, and you got okay. a little, little pork chop junior running around, and, sure. and he's playing video games. Do you think it's a, all right, you've played video games for four hours, you're addicted to video games, it's negatively impacting you, or do you think it's a, hey, your grades have gone down, therefore I'm taking the video games away? Do you think it's something you need to interject before, like, because it's like, Dad, my homework's done, Dad, the chores are done, Dad, I just want to play video games here, and who cares if it's for eight hours, well, I'm still handling my business. Separate rules for different kids. Okay. Yes, I, I think okay. you, you have to treat it by who your kid is. Okay. Now, I know video, video game addiction can be very real, and I'll prove it to you. My friend went to, I had a friend who went to college. Um, VCU is where he went. Virginia Commonwealth University. Right? Joe flunked out of college because he could not stop playing World of Warcraft. Like, he just wouldn't go to class, wouldn't take his tests, wouldn't do anything. He just kept playing World of Warcraft. Now, that's not the video game industry's fault. That's Joe's fault. Yes, you become addicted to it, but it's on you as a human being not to. It's on you as a human being to realize, I should, you know you should be going to class. It's not, what I'm saying is, is this addiction doesn't, physically prevent you from being able to do what you want. This is just you choosing to do what you'd rather do. Now, do you think that with like a video game addiction, I guess, is this is this something that this is going to have to be like a professional intervention, like a drug addiction? Because it's very hard just to say, dude, I'm just going to cold cut drugs and I'm done with it. Well, Intervention already did this. Okay. The show Intervention already went and did a video game, kid. And they were mocked when they did it because it was like, I think almost 10 years ago now. And they were mocked when they did it because people were like, you know, people make this joke all the time. And I'll prove it to you. Marijuana addicts, right? Yeah. I'm going to prove this to you right here, right? Because everybody loves this line from the movie. You ever ask somebody's this or that for a bag of weed? No, but I did it for Coke. Guys, 
if you don't think there are women out there right now performing sex acts on men for bags of weed, you don't think if you don't think there's a 19 year old girl in Jackson who sleeps with her drug dealer to get her Molly for free to get her to get her blunts for free, you are wildly mistaken. Wildly, that is a very common story. I was gonna say. I mean, that's, I don't think that's too much of a stretch. That's a very very common story. So yes, people do have sex for marijuana. Um. So with video games, like cigarettes and alcohol have been accused of, and I, I think it's probably say, safe to have been proven to be adding things that make it more addictive. You know what I'm saying? They changed the tobacco. It's not just tobacco well, video anymore. Games can definitely They're really hooking you in there. The video games have made video games more addictive, correct? I would imagine that the tech... I don't know if they did it by design or if it's just... Hey, look at this. This kind of happened through making them better. So with that being said... But it's probably a design. And I would say by design, too, because you look at some of those games that... Because we're just thinking like Call of Duty. I'm talking games like Candy Crush. I'm talking games like Farmville, stuff like that. Well, that those games are very much like binge watching, which is you get the cliffhanger, just a little bit more, just one more. So with that being said... And we agree there's got to be a line in the sand for cigarettes and alcohol for you to go buy those. Is this going to turn into like, yo, if you're under the age of 18, this product is too dangerous for you. Well, video games do kind of have a rating system already that technically, dude, that that if something's rated mature, you shouldn't be able to buy it. Now, that's maturity level versus addiction based. Are we going to see that? Yes, we will see that. Yeah, I was going to say when it comes to like, especially those app games, I think those are going to be like, yo, you have to be 18 to download those. Not kids are going to lie. At course, some but. point, yes, I think you will get there. It's this addiction conversation in this country really bothers me, and here's why. We have a nation full of 400-pound people looking down their nose at heroin addicts. I've said this for months. I've said it for years, as a matter of fact, when I was still one of these people, and I still am from time to time. You are addicted to sugar. I know you don't think you are, bro. I know. But if you're, dude, if you, dude, if you're overweight, guess what? You're an addict. That's what it is. That is addiction behavior manifesting itself through food. That's all it is. Trust me, I got my hand fully raised. I'm totally guilty of being one of these people. But you people who want to bitch about needle exchange programs and you want to bitch about the idea of maybe we legalize drugs and then build places where people do those drugs like Switzerland, where honestly the OD like the OD rates have dropped, I think in half, I think is what it is. And you want to knock systems like that because you feel like we're coddling drug addicts. We're coddling you, fat ass. You are addicted to sugar and if if we can coddle you, then I can coddle a heroin addict too. More Stansberry show right around the corner. Hang on. Dan Stansberry and his boy Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry show. Rock 1069. This report is brought to you by Uma Office 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 1069. Again, we'll pass out those incarceration tickets 830. I've taken a lot of messages on this and a lot of hateful messages. Nobody's avoiding fresh mark. It's just a four-hour show, and we haven't gotten there yet. It will be 9 o'clock. But I've already taken the, you're showing your bias, man. You won't do this. And it's like, no, 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 We just got multiple hours to cover, and we'll get to Fresh Market at 9 o'clock. Everybody settle down. Yeah, and if you could just send us a message every day letting us know how you want the show set up, we will totally do accommodate it. each and every one of you. Now, see, he's joking, yeah. but it would be easier. It would be easier <laughs> for me to be like, oh, now I don't have to figure it out. Joe in this wants this. An alliance wants this. 
We're going to get there. Yeah, Nobody's worry. covering anything up. Nobody has bias. Nobody has any of this stuff. It's like, I know. You're just contrained to kvetch and bitch about whatever media you're consuming now. I'm the same way. I scream at Hallie Jackson <laughs> in my office every day when I'm done in MSNBC until I find the remote and turn on the goddamn golf channel. I'm just going to say, I'm we do have way. a remote. We I'm, do have I'm the one. Same, I'm the same way. Before the break, we were talking to addiction. We're going to stay right here. Because um, I don't have a ton of time here, okay. but this is uh, this is also drug related. Now that was about video games. Yes, I believe video games can be addictive, but I don't believe I believe this country needs to stop saying just because you have an addiction that that absolves you of your behavior. Yes, it is not a get out of jail for free. That's card. all I'm saying. Okay. Is that no matter what your addiction is, yes, you may be powerless to it. It does not absolve you of your bad actions. Okay. Right, it's a reason why your why your why your actions are bad. It doesn't necessarily absolve you of them. There, there it is. Okay. New York now saying they will no longer arrest public marijuana smokers. We are changing the mentality in this country on marijuana. As a pro-marijuana person, I don't want you just smoking joints on the street corner, though. Much like, I'm okay if you smoke cigarettes. I don't want you doing it next to my car in the parking lot where I work. I don't think that's unfair. You don't have a problem with somebody walking down the street smoking a cigarette, though, do you? Um, a problem? No. Do I understand people not wanting to have to smell it walking behind them? Yes. I think those people, if, if it's open air, you kind of need to suck it up a little. But I do, I do understand people not wanting their entire country and everywhere they go just reeking like marijuana because people in tie-dye shirts are ripping down blunts on street corners. I do get that. Okay. I totally understand that. Okay. But what New York's going to do now is say, we're not arresting you. We're not going to arrest you. We're not going to detain you. We're going to give you a summons. You're going to have to show up somewhere and pay us the money. But we're not going to detain you, waste these resources by putting you in jail. And they say it's about, I think it's something like 10,000 arrests a year They're going to, that it will reduce. That alone, the, the, the logistics of making 10,000 plus arrests a year, that's going to be a big relief off of NYC cops for sure. I think what we're seeing here is, is people understand we got more serious stuff to be worried about. Yeah, and let's be real, too. I mean, it's New York City. We're talking about a pretty uh, progressive place where it's like this This is I almost it feels a little bit like surprised it took this long to get here. Um, I agree. I uh, I know Canada voted yesterday to uh, legalize pot. All they're waiting on is Justin Trudeau to uh, to to sign it into law. And I think he said it's going to take up to three months to get the X, Y's and Z's all figured out there. Um, but you're seeing a change in public perception in the nation. And I said this before, and I will say this again. If uh, if weed gets legalized within the next two years, for sure, that's the reelection of President Trump. For sure. 100% in my mind. If you legalize pot, that's that's all it's going to take for you, bro. You think the first president that just that, that nationalizes that law wins again? Yeah, for sure. But, but President Trump in particular, why? Because that's that's going to be enough to get people who only care about marijuana as their one and only, like, yeah, dude, smoking buds, and, blah, and they're going to be like, mm. all right, well, good enough for me. No, I disagree. I, I I do, and here's why. I think first of all, I think the the people, not conservatives, I'm talking Trump people, and those are different things. Yes. Republicans and conservatives and deep in the Trump camp people are very, very different. Much like, and I've been saying this forever, and actually, if you watch 1968 on CNN, it, it proves my point. Liberal and Democrat used to mean completely separate things. Those aren't liberal and Democrat are not the same thing. I know you think they are. They're not. Liberal is the wild left extreme of the Democratic Party. What's libtard? <laughs> <laughs> right. what's, what's I, thought, libtard? I thought you were going to say something serious no, to me. No. I disagree with you, and here's why. 
I think people who are pro marijuana, I and I don't know why I feel this way, probably lean left, Fantone, right? I think much like myself, right? I lean left, not necessarily a Democrat, but I lean that way, right? And so what I think happens is more likely this. Trump's the one that gave us the marijuana, but the next Democratic president is not going to do anything that affects it. So why am I going to vote for the guy I don't like if I already, if he already gave me the thing I like? I think he's got a better shot of saying, reelect me and we'll get this marijuana next. Then I think you got a shot. I think that uh, there's so many people who make their decisions based off of one thing. That is true. We all just, I just know so many stoners who are like, yeah, bro, but the blueberry. And it's like, well, dude, if this is, if that's all you care about, that's all it's going to take. That's all you need. And all of a sudden it's going to be like, he's not so bad. So you think it's just a celebratory, hey, thanks for this. We're going to give you what you want now, the White House, because you gave us what we wanted, the weed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I hope. As a pro-marijuana person, you know what? I don't know. I don't want to say I hope that you're wrong on that. Because honestly, like I said before the election, my life has not really changed all that much with President Trump. I know a lot of you feel like your lives have changed uh, dramatically. And I always ask people, what's different about your day-to-day life? You can talk to me about ICE. You can talk to me about, you know, ripping kids from arms. You can talk to That's fine. And all that stuff, it is. It's a concern. But when I ask people, how has your day-to-day life changed with this president, I never get an answer. So I don't want to sit here and say, I hope he's not reelected. I don't think he's the best leader for the country. I think there's somebody out there better. I'm not sure that we're going to get to pick the person who is better, because I think picking between two people is what leads us to all these problems. That I think, honestly, it might be time to do away with the two-party system, with the Electoral College, which, by the way, we didn't just start entertaining the idea of getting rid of the electoral college now again when when during the presidential election in the late 60s they were they were on the news talking about whether or not the electoral college was too antiquated to pick a president in the late 1960s this did not just arise because people don't like donald trump we got to be fair to all these conversations but new york going to not arrest you for smoking weed publicly just going to fine you i do worry that if people go ah this is just going to be a fine you're going to see more and more of this and this might end up hurting the marijuana cause i guess we'll wait together as a class find out who's right on that reports out of brown's otas for baker mayfield not the best we'll give you that next on rock 106.9 the stansberry show kenton's rock station rock 106.9 welcome back to the stansberry show we're on rock 106.9 online at wrgk.com about a half hour away from passing out those incarceration tickets for that show july 13th through the 15th Mansfield Reformatory Clutch, Our Lady Peace, Bush all part of that. I know Rise Against playing it, a bunch of others. Black Label Society, going to be a good one. It's a big, big uh, show. Yeah, we'll make sure we get you in coming up 8.30. So, heard this out of uh, Cleveland.com where the report is Baker Mayfield not ready to compete against Tyrod Taylor for the competing job, or for the starting job of the Cleveland Browns. Now, one of the things I heard from Baker supporters when we drafted him is, Stans, we got to understand, man, transferred from Oklahoma. They had a returning quarterback there that was awesome. Baker competed for the job day one, won it, and then ended up going on to great things in Oklahoma. He's a gamer, Stansberry. Who cares about the fact that he's you know six feet tall? He's a gamer. Kept hearing it. He's a gamer. And I don't know what that means. I, I really don't know what that means. And I'm not sure beating out a college quarterback since 90% of them that get drafted wash out of the league means anything. I, I don't think that that means anything. Right? Now, I have started to transition more into the let's be supportive of the Baker Mayfield decision to draft this kid because he's here. 
Like, there's no reason to, like, you know, cry over spilled milk. He's here now. So much like the president, I didn't necessarily think Baker Mayfield was the right pick, but he's going to be our guy, so I, I can't root for him to fail, essentially, is what I'm saying, right? But I think Tyrod Taylor was about as good as we could do at signing a what we're going to call a veteran quarterback. Now, you got to understand, he was our third pick. They wanted Alex Smith, couldn't get it done. They wanted Nick Foles, couldn't get it done, so they settled on Tyrod Taylor. So this whole Tyrod's pretty good, we just don't understand, he, he's going to be fine. you got to understand, he was this regime's third pick to bring you a veteran quarterback. The other two had zero interest in playing for you. So there's that, too, okay? But... I don't think that in OTAs, Baker Mayfield not being ready to compete a guy against uh, uh, against a guy who started in this league for a few years is really indicative over the fact that Baker Mayfield can't play the position at this level either. I think people got to calm down on that. Yeah, I think that that's if anything, reading that report yesterday, I felt good. Like I was like, I like this Why? report um, because I much like how I felt about Johnny Manziel. I am very much in the camp of. You draft a rookie quarterback, you give them a year on the bench. I think that is no ju- matter what. Uh, for most situations, now you're going to be able to point to you know a team where you're interjecting talent into a, a young talent into an already established team. Okay, all right, but that's very unlikely. You're getting a franchise style quarterback if you're already an established team through the draft. Well, there, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, and I got a good example of why you don't do it, even if you got a pretty good team. Look at the Jared Goff situation. Like, that team was pretty talented, and they put him in there, but again, they didn't have the right coaching staff. Jeff Fisher had no idea how to use an offensive quarterback, which they're all offensive. He doesn't know offensive, but, uh, he doesn't know offense at all, and it showed. Next thing you know, you get a, you get some decent coaching in there. Jared Goff looks like he's pretty good. Now I know they added Aaron Donald, a couple of other things. Yes, that happened. I'm not going to panic over the fact that Baker Mayfield's not ready, and here's why. I honest, I heard this yesterday, and I think that they're right, which is, dude, this is the coaching staff saying, look, we're going to play the vet. Because if we don't, we're going to lose our jobs. That I think if you lose with Tyrod Taylor, if you lose with Baker Mayfield, I think you lose your job. I think this is Todd Haley and, and Hugh Jackson saying, do we want to be here after this year? Right. So we're going to play the start. We're, we're going to play the vet, right? Yeah. I mean, if for for the overall good of the team. It's and that's, OTAs. That's what the coach has to look at is the overall good of the team. Not like, hey, we're just trying to develop this one player in Baker Mayfield. Yes, Taylor is definitely the the guy that you should be should be leaning on right now. Um, I kind of go back to, I remember Bernie Kozar talking about this and the difference between him being in Miami and him coming to Cleveland and playing in the NFL and what a difference in speed it was, what a difference in size it was, what a difference in hitting it was. And... You know, I very much think with that happening, when you're going from being the elite in college football, I mean, because Baker Mayfield was, you know, was the man in college football, when you're transitioning up into that next level of talent, you have to give these guys time. I know nowadays it's the instant gratification world that we live in, where it's like you come out and either game or week one, you're either a star or you're a bust. And that's not, especially with, with quarterbacks, that's just not a good system to subscribe to. It's not. Like, you're going to, you're going to brush people aside that don't get, the, the, that that could have served you well. I also hear this argument against Tyrod Taylor. You know, Buffalo had him and they wanted to get rid of him. And then they drafted a rookie. Right, but they drafted Josh Allen. I believe they moved up to get him. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure they moved up to get him. So I think that's more about their decision-making being questionable versus whether or not Tyrod Taylor's the guy. You could make this argument, too. 
that Tyrod Taylor has more. This is crazy. He's got more weapons currently with the Cleveland Browns in this lineup than he had in his entire run in Buffalo, which would be nuts. Which would be nuts. But if you think about it, he does kind of. So who knows what, what Tyrod Taylor really has. I think this is the Browns telling. I think this is what the Browns are doing. I think this is them telling you. Look. And again, I think they can tell you whatever they want. I think Baker Mayfield plays this year. I've been saying week six, it might be later than that. I do believe he plays this year. But I think this is the Browns telling you, look, we know everybody wants to play rookies. We're not going to do it. There's a reason why we brought Tyrod Taylor here, and I'll go even one more. There's a reason why they brought Drew Stanton here. Yeah, but what if I start a Baker, 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 what if I start chanting that? That'll get him in, right? I think think this is where a GM who has real cred – Real cred wins out because I think a GM says, no, no, no. A real GM says, I'm not listening to the 500 section. They can't afford tickets in the 120 section, so they don't know. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's what he does. I think he's going to go, no, dude, I'm not listening to the fans. Now, um, I know you are a big fan of this uh, sportscaster in particular here. Colin Cowherd had some negative things to say about Baker Mayfield. He hates Baker Mayfield. Not a real big fan of it. And I think he doesn't think he's a first round pick in any sport. Marginal size and athleticism isn't a number one pick in any draft in any sport. Sport and he was referring to Baker Mayfield yeah. not being ready to compete for the for the game here or for the for the role here. I think he's got to walk back marginal athleticism. I think you got to walk that back. I think there's a little bit more athleticism in Baker Mayfield than he's giving credit for. Marginal size, I can give him for an NFL quarterback. He is marginal size. The, the fact remains that Baker Mayfield was six three. The people who are down on him would love him with the rest of his numbers. The reason why he gets knocked as hard as he does is because he's not 6'3". But to the Baker supporters, I got to tell you, he is not 6'3". Like, that's, a, you know what I mean? That That is, I don't know what it is, but it's something. I agree with you, and I, I don't disagree that a tall quarterback is something that you're looking for. Um, and I know we can point to shorter quarterbacks and be like, Drew Brees and Russell Wilson and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yes, I agree with you. I'll always go back to what I heard Tim Couch say after the draft is that these offensive linemen are 6'5", 6'6", 6'7". We're not seeing over those dudes. We're looking in between those dudes. And Baker Mayfield has the field vision to do that. So I'm, I'm not negating I'm not negating the, 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 the point Colin Coward's making here. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, according, back. yeah, he clapped back. He, he did. He clapped back and said, well, it happened, but." Have a nice day. And I didn't know this about Baker Mayfield. He keeps a digital record of all media members that talk negatively of him. Okay, I'll give you an example of somebody else who's done that in a different arena. Music. You know who's done that? Gene Simmons. And if Baker Mayfield ends up with Gene Simmons' career, we all love it, right? Gene Simmons, like once a week, will do a throwback Thursday. Here's what they said on our first tour when we were in this city. Here's what they said. Dude, so... There's something about those kind of guys who feel like no matter what's going on, that they keep the hatred on their heels to keep them burning. Baker has done a ton of stuff since we drafted him that makes me kind of like him. You don't like this. No, I just think it's funny. Baker Mayfield coming out as Kiss. Baker Mayfield coming out as the demon. God of Thunder playing in the background. Dude, there's fireworks. There's explosions. Well, the easy joke, Fantone, is if we give him Gene Simmons boots, he's tall enough to play in go. the NFL. There you go. Dude, how great. Baker Mayfield in dragon boots. <laughs> Why demon not? boots. Space Ace, he's out there running wide. Dude, who's doing? My last point will be this. It's the first week of OTAs or whatever it is. If Baker Mayfield is behind Tyrod Taylor, dude, if Baker Mayfield was ready to compete with Tyrod Taylor, that's a more of a knock on Tyrod Taylor than Baker not being ready than that being a knock on him. 
He should be behind Tyrod Taylor in this regard. Yeah. He should absolutely be behind Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I'm perfectly okay with it. Don't panic. This is Hugh Jackson just trying to keep his job. More Stansbury Show and those incarceration tickets up for grabs next on Rock 106.9. Good morning. The Stansbury Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. This report is brought to you by Uma Office. Nine. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 1069, 1-800-243-7625, the number you will need for those incarceration tickets. We'll pass those out here momentarily. This feud between Tommy Lee and his son is getting crazy. Yeah. The other day, I guess, Brandon Lee, who's now 22, which makes me feel old, shared a video of his father passed out on the ground in just a black t-shirt, underwear, and obviously that big penis. Tommy uh, opened up about their estranged relationship on social media. Uh, he, Tommy, claiming that he was actually knocked unconscious in his son's post and alleging that Brandon was the one with the substance abuse problem. Because uh, Brandon posted the video saying, look at my passed out dad, right? Tommy Lee claiming he spent $130,000 for his son, let me get this right. Rehab for his son, one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Party for his son's twenty-first birthday last year, forty grand. Jesus, dude, <laughs> forty thousand dollars for your twenty-first. I wonder why you ended up in rehab. Medical bills after son knocks his father unconscious and uses alcoholism as scapegoat, ten thousand dollars. Son acting like a victim on social media on Father's Day, priceless. I'm out. Mic drop. He added in the post. Oh, this is his Twitter here, was he Yeah, saying? he okay. was tweeting this out. Okay. I, I hadn't known that. Um, this, is, this is really weird here. Um, a rep for Brandon declined to comment on Tommy's claims, though Brandon himself responded via Instagram on Tuesday afternoon saying, I thank my dad for paying for my treatment. It's the best thing he's ever done for me, he wrote. Today I am almost two years sober. Every day that that goes by, I feel even more grateful. My clear mind has allowed me to do a lot with this time, so much that I would like to offer to pay for his treatment. Wow. Using his money? Where'd you get that money from, Dick? Like, where'd you get that cash from, from your dad? Well, it could be Pamela's money. Okay, okay. okay. I mean, both both his parents are famous. Okay. Now, I want to... I hope I'm right about that. Like, cause I, I mean, Tommy Lee was married to a couple of famous, like Heather Locklear. I right. mean, he was married to her, but I think his kids were with, were solely with Pamela doing the years, 20 some years ago. Yeah. That sounds about right. He and Pam, right? Um, now you gotta remember Tommy served jail time for beating Pam up. Like he did. Like it's in his book, the book, why, but which by the way, his first chapter, he dedicates to his penis. So that's who Tommy Lee is. Jeez. That's who Tommy Lee. Now the book was pretty interesting. If you like Motley Crue, the book was interesting. Penis, right? penis is kind of interesting there, too. So, as the dirt, which is the Motley Crue book, is being oh. turned into the biopic, the movie, and we know that Machine Gun Kelly going to play Tommy Lee, is this the right time or the wrong time to have something like this? Mm, you can make the argument both ways, no question about that. Right? A little bit there. Like, you almost wish the movie was getting ready to come out in a week or two, right? Because then it would be... I mean, it's not going to be on Netflix. to release directly to Netflix, from what I understand. It's going to be gangbusters no matter what. 
Like, I'm going to watch that movie whether I like it or not. I'll watch that movie three times that weekend, I bet. Yeah, and I mean, once upon a time, having a movie release directly to VHS, I mean, that was terrible. But a movie directly released to Netflix, that's not thats not like, oh my gosh, boy, that's like a B-list project no. right there. Like, no, dude, it could very well be fantastic. No, some A-listers have already, I mean, do Will Smith did a direct-to-Netflix movie. If it's good enough for Will Smith, it's yeah. good enough for anybody else in Hollywood. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I definitely think that there's a chance, I mean... Yo, like, well, is Tommy Lee getting paid off that movie, though? I mean, what's that cut there? Is it Uh, worth it to him to... I would imagine all those guys and crew are getting paid. Yeah, but I would assume what happens there is you probably, with something like Netflix, since you don't have ticket sales, you're probably just like, hey, here's here's what we're giving you. Well, Nikki's going to clean up, because what's going to happen is, in the the movie, you're going to need to play the music. And who wrote it all? Nikki Six wrote it all. So Nikki's going to clean up. Nikki's cleaned up forever. I've said this forever about Motley Crue and bands, is that people look at the lead singer and go, must be his band. Vince Neil is a hired gun, like the foot, like last in line in Motley Crue. That is, it has always been Nikki's band. It will always be Nikki's band. It's just the way it is. So I think Nikki will end up getting paid. Tommy goes on on, ha- on Father's Day, says, Happy uh, Father's Day, fellas. I'm not going to sit here and post some fluffed up bull S for the public to read. I'm going to be honest. Being a father ain't easy, he wrote. I'm tired of the fake S I keep seeing all over Instagram. Let's get real. It's a roller coaster, okay? He went on to say, Sometimes I feel like I failed, like I failed as a father because my kids don't know the value of things. That could be true. A lot yeah. of celebrity parents feel that way, right? If, if they break something, they don't care because they know they'll just get a new one. If they hurt someone, they don't care because so many people tell them it's okay. I never wanted this for my kids. I know I'm not fully to blame because their mom has a lot to do with it, too. Yeah, but you picked who their mother was, bro, so you kind of are to blame there. Enabling bad behavior and buying them things when they weren't good, but I guess I hoped at the end of the day they would end up kind. Nobody ends up that way. This is what I'm always saying about parenting. You were not the hall monitor that tells them when to go to bed. You were ushering them into adulthood. And I'm sure there's plenty of examples of, you know, people who did their best as parents, people who sometimes did, sometimes your kid just sucks. Sometimes kids just break bad. Um, but I mean, as a whole, yeah, like you as the parent are kind of the one who was responsible here. But I, I also think there's this, you know, we all have this idea in our minds and you and I as non-parents probably a little bit more so here that you think that when once you become a parent, you've got it all figured out, that you've all of a sudden got this figured out. And I'm not trying to make an excuse for Tommy Lee by any sense here, but like it's tough enough to be a parent, period. But it's got to be tough to to be a parent of a celebrity child. I mean, I know that sounds like, well, what do you mean? You got a million dollars and a giant penis and you're in Motley Crue. But like you can't raise your kids the same way that somebody in Canton South does because it's just you have such different lives. So it's going to be a unique well, se- a unique set of challenges that you face as a, a rich parent as opposed to John Q. Public this parent. Is where I, this is where I always get the back of Gene Simmons. Always. Gene Simmons has been famous, and I mean famous, since 1975. Famous. His kids have never known a world where their dad wasn't the demon from Kiss, ever. He's got more money than any six bands put together. He's got more fame than any of these new six bands put together. His kids are both well-adjusted, never get in trouble, and they both are chasing legitimate careers. Nick's a comic book writer, also in a band, and he's good at both. Sophie, model, can sing a little bit herself, 
pretty good at both. They're both, but dude, what I'm saying is they're not flipping cars in Nice. They're not constantly in and out of rehab. And it's because Gene Simmons, ultimately, whether you think he's a dick or not, is a well-adjusted person who grew up in a strong, moral household with his mother. Was and it has that what 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 Joey Coco Diaz always refers to as immigrant mentality, meaning dude, nobody's gonna give you anything. It's nose to the grindstone. Work hard for everything you get, and he instilled those more. Dude, when you think about Gene Simmons's kids, were born the kids of the demon from Kiss, and their mom was a softcore porn star, like Showtime porn is what that woman did. And they're both really well-adjusted, never been in trouble. It can be done. This from Tommy Lee is laziness. This is, I didn't know, and I thought maybe it would end up this way. No, the reality, Tommy, is you spent the first 15 years of your kids' lives doing cocaine off of strippers' asses, and then you woke up one day and went, what, my kids aren't good. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. I, reading all this information, and I love Motley Crue more than most people. Tommy Lee, 100% to blame in the end of all of this. What a mess. I mean, what a mess. More Stansberry Show after we pass out these incarceration tickets. Caller 20 right now, 1-800-243-7625. An Ohio man arrested trying to lure a minor with one of the dumbest plans I've ever heard in my entire life. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Yo, guys, Fantone from The Stansberry Show here to tell you about the Rollholt Vision Institute. It still happens to me all the time, dude. I wake up in the morning, I reach for my glasses, and all of a sudden I remember, dude, you do not need those. I got 20-20 vision thanks to the LASIK surgery I had done at Rollholt. And I'm telling you, your summertime is going to be so much easier when you don't have to worry about glasses or contacts. So if you've been thinking about LASIK surgery, I know you have some questions, which is why the Rollholt Vision Institute has made everything perfectly clear for you at their website. That is RollholtVision.com. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9, online for you at WRQK.com. Yes, we will be getting into Fresh Mark. That will happen at 9 o'clock on the program. Been hit up a lot today. What are you avoiding it? Coward. Showing us your bias, Stansbury. You're not talking about Fresh Mark. It's like, no, dude, I'm going to get there. Got a four-hour show to fill. We'll get there. It's just, dude, this this is what I'm always talking about. Everybody's on the gotcha tip. Everybody's on the, look, I'm going to expose him. No, you're not. I just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, we'll expose ourselves. Thank you very much. I had a guy actually get heated this morning via private message and tell me he's never listening again because I didn't open the show with it. And that I, I'm avoiding my responsibilities as a spokesperson for this community. I mean, I guess. if that well, And here's what I'm going to say. If that's the way you feel... I'm not going to tell you it's not a legitimate way to feel, but I am going to tell you that you were going to leave sooner or later anyway, if that's how you feel. I also know you'll be back. And please, please, please start planning the show for us, dude. I don't want to do it in the afternoon. Dan doesn't want to do it in the afternoon. You know what? You guys just send us the rundown every morning. We'll come in. We'll do it. Fine. That's good. I'll tell you. Yeah, you know what? He's right. Start writing the show. I'll just read it. We need it, dude. We need it. It'll sound like every other radio show that gets written hours before it's performed. It'll sound just like that, if that's the way you want it. Of course, nobody wants it that way. Nor would I take the time to read it. <laughs> I uh, I do want to talk about this. Where, uh, I believe this was Youngstown. Why, it's easy. Austintown, that kind of thing. Okay. Area, right? right. Where this dude, 23, Albert Maruna, was arrested. Uh, they had a sting, a sex sting, back in December. Mm. Right? Now, he thought he was talking to a 15-year-old boy online, 
Of course, then it, excuse me, little coffee there. It ended up actually being an undercover Austin town police officer. Okay. Now he tried to lure this 15 year old boy to a location by saying he would bring to the round, to the meetup. I believe lube was part of it, but also Sprite and chicken Alfredo. Now, lemon lime sodas are my favorite. If I was going to drink a soda, it's Sprite 7-Up, Sierra Mist. Those are are the sodas I like. So I get it. I'm also a chicken Alfredo enthusiast. I'm a fan. This goes to show how this is a compulsion. The, The banging of underage kids thing. Okay. Because I believe you suspend reasoning. And you end up doing things that you know aren't smart because of the compulsion taking over. Yeah, you would think a person with a clear mind would... Uh, wait, am I really talking to a 15-year-old here? Is this an undercover cop? Like, that alone, you would think, would be like, well... Guys. Women, too. Hear me when I tell you. A 15-year-old is more tech-savvy than you. Yeah. They got Grubhub, bro. Yeah, they they want chicken Alfredo. It'll be delivered to their friend's house where they're playing. If they want something, dude, they'll deliver it on the phone. If somebody tells you, bring me chicken Alfredo to the sex meetup, you are talking to a cop. Now, the only thing that I can think of here is initially to me, if you were going to try to seduce a minor, something that they couldn't acquire, alcohol, cigarettes, Molly. stuff like stuff like that makes sense, even though most 15-year-olds could probably point you to a better drug dealer than most 25-year-olds. Um, but something like that, I guess, makes sense. Not that it's appropriate or anything, but the was, was, was this cop presenting himself as like a desperate kid, which makes him a better target for a child predator. And like, man, we don't have food at my house, man. I just want to get out of here. I hate this place. My parents are terrible. And that's why this guy was like, oh man, hey, I'll bring you food. I'll bring you this. I'll, you know, maybe is, is, is that where the chicken Alfredo came into the equation? Uh, I, I, again, though, the moment they say this is what I want at the meetup, again, something that a kid could easily acquire would make me suspicious. First of all, I'm not going to be trying to talk to a 15-year-old kid online about having sex. Like, first and foremost, there's that. About anything, dude. A 15-year-old sounds terrible. Talking to a 15-year-old, I'd rather punch myself in the face. But when I read this, I was like, dude, there's Uber Eats. There's Grubhub. A kid doesn't need you to bring him chicken Alfredo. It's not 1988. So, like, if that doesn't raise the red flag, I'm telling you, this is compulsion. Did he masturbate in the chicken Alfredo? No. And sorry, I just did the hand motion to you. You could have got that without that. <laughs> yeah, watching watching your body jiggle <laughs> during that. Right there. Oh god, dude! If that creeps into my mind later, you're 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 in trouble. There's, I'm giving you demerits. I do think that's interesting. How this. The conversation we're having right now, there is literally zero people who are going to stand up for this predator. Zero people. None. Nobody is None. going to say, like, man, where was this guy when I was a teenager? But we already did a story earlier today. The McKinley, the McKinley teacher. Yeah, Tiffany Eichler. Who was banging out students, and there's plenty of dudes who are like, man, a 15-year-old and a 36-year-old, that's great. I love it. She's getting off on it, too. Like, she's not going to do jail time. Right. And, she's going to have to register, but she doesn't have to do jail time. Now, 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 do I want both these people in jail? Yes, but it's just interesting to me how this... Th- this dude, public enemy number one, and rightfully so, that woman, I will have, there is multiple men who are going to stand up for her and, and her desire to have sex with kids. This is, I mean, dude, if you're a parent, 
How, dude, how do you ever go to work and not feel terrified? You send your kids to school, there's a chance they can get yep. shot. You leave them in here, now this dude wants to bang them. Like, yep. literally, I have no idea how you people sleep at night. I wake up four times to pee, <laughs> and I don't even have kids. Like, I can only imagine what it's like to worry about those little turds. Like, I don't know how you people do. No wonder you're furious with me all day. You know what? Fine. I get it now, dude. Yell at me about politics, about my bias. I get it, dude. You just need something to yell at because you're just living in fear. All day, every day. You know what? I'm your whipping boy. It's cool. Stansbury at WRQK.com. You send me as many crappy emails as it takes to make you feel better. More Stansbury Show, and yes, we will get to Fresh Mark next on Rock 1069. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. We're on Rock 1069. Before the break, we were talking about this dude out of Austintown, 23, trying to lure a 15-year-old boy, or at least what he thought was a 15-year-old boy. Uh, it ended up being a cop he was talking to online, and uh, he was set to bring like Sprite and chicken Alfredo to the meetup. And I kept saying, I was like, dude, I don't think a kid's going to ask you for this stuff. And Alyssa wrote in, and she was like, hey, Stansberry, just so you know, cops will do that. Therefore, when you show up and you have something, you can't be like, oh, yeah, I always have this with me. Oh. And so, yeah, I get why the cop would do it. I still maintain that if I'm on the other end of the computer and they're like, hey, bring me chicken Alfredo and you're 15, I'm like, well, you probably have Grubhub. I think I'm being, I'm, I think I'm being hustled. What if you did roll around with chicken Alfredo all the time? Dude, that'd be a good life, right? You and Stansbury would be best friends. <laughs> That's what would happen. That's what would happen. We'd be besties. It's a good life right there. That's exactly what would happen. All right. Time now to get to the subject everybody was accusing me of being afraid to talk about. No, just was waiting for a little later in the program to do it. Why would we be afraid of this? Guys, this is, let's get this out of the way. I tell you about being molested at four years old by neighbors. If I'm going to tell you that, I'm not shying away from anything else. I'm afraid of no subject. What, what is this that we're over? Man, boy, this is just like too much. All right, let's not yell at the, the, the small portion of people who got angry with us. Let's entertain the, the rest of the people who, who right. enjoy us. All right. Right? So, Freshmark here had been raided. They raided four locations. Okay? The company's website says they employ about 1,000 people. But there was a year-long investigation into Freshmark, which I don't know the exact date, but I would have to imagine that this either then started as like right around the president was ushered in or before it. So as because I know what's going to happen, we're going to make this a Donald Trump issue, and I'm not sure it is. Okay, but Freshmark, I guess they 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 had a hundred people arrested. Now all of the people who were arrested were from the Salem location. Now, they did, again, they, they raided four different locations. And I would have to imagine that if you had 100 people working illegally in one building, that there were going to be at least a couple in the other one. So I don't know how yeah. the people who got arrested were all from the, the one building. That I don't know. Okay? Um, but this is all about enforcing the immigration policies that this country has. And this is all about cracking down on businesses that are employing people who should not be working here and are, who are working here illegally. What's happening here is that these people are buying IDs, buying fake identification, so they can then you know, apply for jobs and then you know, are being paid to do so. Right? So 100 people had gotten arrested. And I guess if I'm reading this right, Freshmark, what this means for you in the grocery store is that this ends up going on to be Sugardale Foods, right? Is what ends up happening here, like your bacon and like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, deli it's, ham. I was gonna say it's um it's bacon, meats. ham, sausages, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. 
Now, uh, they say some of the workers who were arrested would be taken to detention centers in either Michigan and or Ohio, while others may be deported immediately. Now, ICE says those who were detained will await removal proceedings. Other workers could potentially be released on humanitarian grounds, meaning that if they are a parent of a young child who does not have immediate backup care in place, in those cases, they would be given a notice to appear at an immigration court. I don't think that that's probably likely to happen as we're seeing some other things happening um, around the country and other things that I don't think this is going to be the one place where they're like, oh, oh, you have a kid here. Here's this notice. Just show up here. Right. So there's a lot of going to there's going to be a lot of conversations here. Um, the one I, I the one I know is coming is this good. Illegal immigrants shouldn't be taking American jobs. Right. I know that's coming. OK. Now. If you feel that way, I'm not sure that's invalid. No, I don't think that's invalid at all. I don't think that's invalid. It's not crazy. It doesn't make you racist. Like it's it's okay. You can think that. I because I think that's where I'm at. But the flip side of this coin is true, which is I think an American goes and takes this job for this money and complains about it, hates it, ends up quitting it, doesn't take doesn't work at it, where. Again, Joey Coco Diaz, a comedian, yes, but a social commentator as well, because that's what we all are now, always talks about this on his podcast, The Church of What's Happening. Says it all the time. He's got that immigrant mentality, meaning he's going to be the hardest worker in the room. And I do believe that in certain situations in this country, immigrants move here, look around and go, dude, these Americans are fat and lazy, bro. And if we just put our nose to the grindstone and work, we'll have these jobs forever. I do believe that's how this happens. And there's a little bit of me that's like, well, yeah. And like, these aren't great paying jobs or anything. No, so I believe it's, like, it's minimum wage. If, if you're going to go there and you're going to grind out 60 hours a week at minimum wage, and then you're going to live in one of these, you know, motels on Tusk, seven people to a, to, to a hotel room there. To an efficiency, right. And, and there's a little bit of me that's like, I'm not doing that. So like, God bless you for taking care of that work. Cause I still want ham. I, I still want to eat bacon. What what you mean to say is people want ham and they want bacon at the price it yes. is right now. This one, this one, I I remember years ago there was this expose on chicken, right? And oh my God, will you look at what they do to these chickens? And I was like, okay, you can have that mentality, but when you go to the store next week to buy eggs, they're going to be six bucks. Instead of a dollar. Yeah, how much do you want to play for blueberries? Like, so, how much do you want to pay here? That's that's what this all the good. So don't cry to me about chickens being mistreated. Otherwise, it's $6 eggs. If you want $6 eggs, I'm cool with it. Then we can worry about how we treat. And this is very much the same thing, which is this is how this happens. Because you want bacon to be $2, not $15. And so you're like, I can't believe we allowed this to happen. And yet, dude, if the prices went up on the food, you'd bitch. How much money... An hour would it take you, Dan Stansberry, to work in one of these situations where either you're picking blueberries or you're slaughtering chickens well, or you're making bacon? What's tricky about that in answering that question is is that I don't know what my salary breaks down to per hour. So, but this job's easier than that, right? You're I mean, not taking less money than this. Dude, if I offer you $25,000 a year, if I offer you a minimum wage, hell no, you're not okay. doing that. Here's the difference. 
while I'm gainfully employed with a job I love? Absolutely not. If if they would have called me six months before this job called me and said, "Hey, dude, this we can you can do this," am I the kind of person that takes the job until I find another job? Yes, I am. But if you're asking me whether or not I would prefer to do that job for that kind of money, of course not. The answer is no. I'm just saying it's going to take me. You're going to have to pay me thirty dollars an hour, forty dollars an hour before I even consider. Doing something like that. So your Before point, I even think about Your it. point being, you would do this job for less money than you would to go do a job like that for more money. Of course. So it's not necessarily money that's driving Matt Fantone for what he wants. You're going to have to, like I said, you're gonna, you're, dude, you're gonna have to make that a lucrative job for Americans. And you're not gonna be able to do that just because, like you said, you wanna keep prices low. I mean, there's. You can't have it both ways. There's no way. There's no way I, even, even if I'm in a desperate situation, even if you're offering me, like, hey, it's 12 bucks an hour as opposed to minimum wage. Dude, I'm not doing that. I can make $12 working fry side somewhere. I'm not doing that. I can do I'll go wait tables. Like there's a million different avenues for you to go get minimum wage jobs. Like why 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 on earth would I go do backbreaking labor? Why on earth would I go do, you know, slicing the throats of chickens so I can so I, I'm not going to do that. Americans aren't going to do that. Versus like selling cigarettes over a counter right. at a store is what you're saying? Right. Yeah. No, I I mean most humans, most Americans too are going to take the path of least resistance. I don't I don't, I don't, I, like I said at, at the beginning of this, I, you wanting Americans to do American jobs, I got zero problem with that. But like, there is something to be said here of you gotta, you, you, we as a society kind of have to make this decision of if we're not going to do this, this work still needs to get done. Who's going to do this? Is there any, is, there, well, that, that's a great point. Is there any credibility to the argument of if these jobs paid what they should, we wouldn't have the immigration problem we have? These jobs paid what they should. Meaning, like, we bring these workers over here because we need these jobs to only pay this much. But if we were willing to pay, I don't know what fresh mark people should make. But let's, let, everybody screams $15 okay. an hour at me over everything, right? That if we paid this, that yes, people are always going to want to come to America over the opportunity. But then w- employers aren't necessarily looking for a cheaper worker. Yes, and that's really a point that I think is very important here. Everybody wants to talk about these people. And sure, dude. All right. Well, they came here illegally. They're working illegally. It's illegal. Throw them in jail. Fine. If that's your take, fine. But we got to talk about Freshmark here. We got to talk about the companies that distribute those products. That, that's who I feel like always just kind of skates away free on these are these corporations who are bringing these people in illegally. Yeah, because what happens here, dude, is that people don't want the immigrants, but they want the companies. Right. They want and, the bacon. And so you're right. Exactly right. So now we make it about people who are you know looking for work versus you know what i mean and working and yes i understand i don't want people coming into this country illegally either i don't want that as a matter of fact, I don't want anybody here. Like that, that's, that's my thing. I don't want you here either. Like I've been saying this forever. Like, dude, the, where America went wrong was this: we are the greatest nation. But the problem is, is we went all over the world telling everybody that. Where what we should have done is, man, this place is great. Shh. If you tell them all, they're all going to want to come here. That's, dude, we need, dude, this country needed me well before we got me. I, like everybody says, ah, I'm ahead of my time. No, no, no. I'm way past my time. I should have been back there all the way in the back going, no, 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 no. Dude, what are you guys doing? Otherwise, there's going to be a, dude, there's going to be a billion people here and we don't want them. I, so, dude, I'm, I want people to be able to come here, but I do want you to have to do it the way, I want you to have to do it legally. And I do believe there should be punishments for companies who do this. 
Yeah, Kevin sends in a message and says, Lasers dirt, the, la- the labor is dirt cheap with illegal immigrants. The price at the store would be the same. The manufacturers would lose the money by having Americans work here. Kevin, I hate to spoiler alert here, but, but companies aren't going to lose the money. They're going to pass it on to us. Like, I, come on now. Yeah, companies are never going to lose the money. Right. They're just going to be like, okay, we'll, ta- we'll take the blame there. This, this come is, on. This is, we'll give you $3,000 off on this because they hiked it 4500 Right. Like, that's, I mean, it's, it's the same hustle. It's, that's what's happening. And yes, that's what that's exactly what would happen is that we're going to end up paying more. And this is the part nobody wants to hear. If you want a better country, it's going to cost you more money. That's and this is what, what do I always say? Everybody always tells me money don't matter, Stansberry. You just need love, man. If you had kids and a wife, you'd understand, man, that money don't matter. No, bro. Money's the only thing that matters. And this country wants to sell you on the hustle that money doesn't matter because they know you don't have any. And if you were really to be woke the way everybody pretends to be, you would realize money's really the only thing that does make anything happen. And you would revolt against your life. So the same companies that sell you the movies and sell you this are the same companies that own all the companies you work for. So they, they, Use the movies and that arm of their business to, to sell you that that Madison Avenue like dream job of love is what's going to get you through. When in reality, it's the bottom line. The money is what makes everything move. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 1069 online for you, WRQK.com. We were talking fresh mark before the break. A lot of people seem to have this opinion. A lot of people. I took this, I took this. This is the most common message I that I took is that it's not about the American worker. It's about the greed of the CEO. And I, yes, the greed of the CEO is going to play a, a, a factor in this for sure. It's going to play its role. But you got to understand that there's a reason why they went out and looked for a worker who would work for this money. You, you think a company wants to risk hiring an illegal immigrant for this money and, and take the risk of being raided by ICE if they didn't have to? Um, no, it's because we Americans feel like that job's beneath me for that money. If And maybe it is, but you just got to understand what happens. I, I don't think we're talking about two mutually exclusive things here because it, to me it's like all right so over the course of the last 10 years let's say that fresh mark has been hiring illegal immigrants let's say they've saved five hundred thousand dollars which i'm sure the number is considerably more but let's say it's For that the sake number. Of this conversation sure and let's say they get slapped with a hundred thousand dollar fine it's like well yeah that sucked we got raided and boy that's a little bit of bad press but at the end of the day we still want cheap bacon so like nobody's nobody's gonna die on this hill of like well I'm never buying fresh mark made bacon again so it's like dude if it costs us a hundred thousand dollar fine but we made five hundred thousand dollars because of this it's four thousand four hundred thousand that's a good profit right there you know that's a that's a very good argument that's in here that's where I'm coming back to is okay you you're upset about these people fine but like what happens to this company does anyone face jail time are there significant fines is this it, what what happens here in my opinion nothing's gonna happen I think it's I think it's strange that I mean I'm sure there'll be a fine right but it it's it is strange that the people who are just trying to grind out a living are the ones that are going to be detained, and the people who are well within a living are like, oh, yeah, we'll pay to go this way. Yeah. Dude, the, 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 the amount of times that we will that this country will do this, and th- this is not just a fresh market s- situation. This is business in America. The amount of times 
in this country where a business can do something unethical, pay the fine, but the fine is far less than the money they made right. off of doing the illegal thing is every time. Yeah, right? what's the deterrent there? What's stopping me from doing this? Because here's the thing. Is you got to think, too. Number one, there's a lot of food manufacturers around Stark County. There are, dude. I'm not going to start naming off names, but I think we all know the areas of like, okay, well, we know what's going on Apparently there. chicken and bacon you can get muck, here. Muck, muck. Um, but y- y- you- you've-, you've got all that going on there, and you're right. Like, what is the incentive for me not to do this because there really isn't one and how many of those people whether you are a food manufacturer you're a landscaping company uh anything to do with restaurants or something like that how many of those business owners right now are sweating nuts dude just sitting here not because it's hot just sitting there sweating their balls off because it's like man is this coming for me today i don't think so because i think if you were the kind of person who thought like that you wouldn't do it i would do it from the jump i think it's one of those things dude where americans go you know what it won't happen to me easier to get away with 10 years ago when i started my landscape business now all of a sudden these ice issues you know everyone's talking immigration and all these things yeah what i find interesting is that i'm willing to bet a lot of the people that run these companies are the same kind of people that in conversations at the bar will tell you how we need to be strict about this kind of stuff <laughs> taking our jobs and yet and yet your yet your company is going now i don't know that i i mean but i i can feel i feel like i can guess it a little yeah bit. i feel like that's somewhat of a safe assumption you know there, what i mean so. that that's that at least a portion of them not all of them and that's not broad stroke but at least a portion of them would be guilty of that yeah that's the thing more than more than like well jobs and because to me like don't get me wrong like we've said all along i don't know if americans are going to do these jobs these people are paying taxes on their income tax they're paying sales tax. They're doing all that. How do you replace that now? Like, how do I, I, there's money going to be lost here? Like, how do you get back well, to? This is where I get confused because how are you doing that? Because what ICE claimed is that they raided this again, Freshmark, four different locations. All 100 people who were arrested were from the Salem building, from what I understand, from what I've read. So, but they're claiming that how a lot of this happens is that you're buying an ID. Yeah. So how are you then paying taxes like? Are you just a, then a, just assuming that identification throughout every? Yeah, and that's got to be confusing too because you know you buy an ID and you say your name's John and your name's actually you know something else, but you're they're still taking that tax out of your paycheck. Yeah, one hundred percent there. Now, how do you file at the end of the year? Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's probably a little bit of, probably a little bit of a gray area there. But you already bought a fake ID, so it's not like you're not going to fake your taxes. You know what I mean? But you're paying sales tax, you're paying income tax, you're paying those things. That money gone now. It is like so. Yeah, it's not. So, so once again, this all goes back to what is the repercussions for this company? What what are you going to lose here? And in my opinion, it's just gonna do a week from now, two two months from now. There's gonna be a now hiring fresh mark, and this whole process is gonna repeat itself. I would love to see the applications of fresh mark for the last ten years. Right, I want to see. Because people are telling me this is not about human. This is not. I shouldn't. That that was terrible. The the people are telling me that Americans won't work for this money, right? And I believe this. I do believe that Americans have an inflated sense of self worth, of what it is that's beneath you, but yet another human being, it's not beneath them. Okay. That Americans have an inflated sense of what their worth is because you are an American. Um, but what I would say is, is that, and I don't know what Freshmark pays. I've heard different reports tell me this is a minimum wage job. I don't know that to be true, so don't quote me there. But we talked about this a little bit earlier. That if I can get a minimum wage job of putting a hamburger in a bag and passing it to somebody versus then being in the production plant of where that meat comes from, that's an easy, that's an easy pick if you're me. 
You don't have to be in that that sweaty factory. You know what I mean? That whole thing. You got to think too. Um, a lot of these jobs in food production, not like in a restaurant, I'm saying like if you are making the bacon, these are dangerous jobs where if you have if you have illegal immigrants working for you, they're going to be a lot less likely to call OSHA and say like, hey, dude, there's some there's some serious problems down here. You guys better come check this out. Or if it's an American worker, they're going to be like, I'm not, you know, I'm not if if you're not living up to what you're supposed to safety wise, of course, Americans are going to call OSHA. Illegal immigrants aren't because they don't want to have to deal with this. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think this is twofold. I I just don't think a company goes out and and brings in the headache that could be hiring illegal immigrants without there being a reason. And I think it's because people are willing to work. I don't think Americans are willing. We look at things as if they're beneath us because again, you've been sold this lie your entire life that America is greater than everywhere else, and that with that we're the best, and everybody else is just trying to catch up with us. With that, there's no way you could be taught that your entire life and not feel like you're better than other people. There's no way that could happen. Legitimately, you've been trained your entire life, told your entire life, you are better than the rest of the world. And now we're shocked and we're surprised that we feel as if we're superior to other people. It's literally indoctrined into our like into our conversation. It's like you were told this from the moment you're born. You're better than the rest of the world. And now we're shocked when we're acting as if we're better than everybody else. It's just, it's just really Really, really strange. More Stansberry Show. Actually, final break of the day. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9, online at WRQK.com, where you can see this video. And I'm hesitant to even tell you this because everybody's so polarizing over the president. But there's this video of the president that went viral of him hugging the American flag. And... Leave out where I am politically or this and that. It's just the visual of it is funny. Like it just it just tickled me the way it looks. It's just funny. And that video is available for you, WRQK.com. Already seen some movement in the NBA. Dwight Howard uh, got traded. Uh, I believe Fantone has the details for us. Do you not? Yeah, dude. Dwight Howard got traded to the Nets. To Brooklyn. Yeah. From Charlotte? From Charlotte. Okay. For Timothy Mozgov in a second round draft pick. Jeez. It's a weird, it's a weird time in sports, man. It's just like, dude, I mean, if that's if, if that's your plan is like, all right, Mozgov for Dwight Howard, I don't know, man. Dwight Howard, Hall of Famer? Uh no, doesn't feel like it to me. Is it because of the non-winning? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know individual accomplishments are what make a Hall of Fame career. I was gonna I mean, say Joe Thomas. Hall of Fame career Hall of Fame is about your personal achievement. Now I'll just I'll, I'll give you some rundown. There's people pushing back on this online. Ben Axelrod pushing back on this online, saying eight time all star, five time first team all NBA, three time defensive player of the year, five time rebounding leader, two time blocks leader. That's He's getting numbers. into the Hall of Fame. It's a lot of numbers. That is. I mean, those that's hard to argue with. So I think your instinct is what is is what athletes deal with a lot, which is where what cool story, bro, where are the rings. Yeah, not even necessarily rings, but like where where did where did your greatness turn into team victories? I, I'm not saying like well rings are the only thing that See, matter. Where Charles Barkley, his teams won, didn't win a ring, but his teams won because of his greatness. His greatness created winning, and I think that matters. You're uh, you, this is Jason Whitlock's argument on on Terrell Owens. 
Say, yeah, he's great, but how many teams did he have to be on? Show me where he went and really made that much of a difference. It's like, well, do T.O. played in a Super Bowl on a broken leg. T.O.'s getting in. Like, I I think the people who are not... Now, look, I don't love the fact that he's not going to come here and do that whole thing. I think, dude, again, much like meeting the president, if you get into the Hall of Fame, you show up, you respectfully do it and do the thing, and then maybe on your way out of town afterwards or whatever, say, maybe maybe raise the thing. But don't make it, don't ruin the rest of the weekend. Don't make the rest of the weekend and, like, you know, overshadow other people getting into the Hall of Fame by you being selfish. I didn't love that. But uh, but that is his argument with, with T.O. on that. And I, I can see where you're at with Dwight Howard. Um, so th- pieces are starting to move. None of this, what's happened here, will affect us in any way, right? Because we're not looking at guys off of either one of these rosters. Not in particularly. And uh, even, like if, even if this was the Cavs getting Dwight Howard, number one, I don't think that's enough to make LeBron stay. It'd be a good complimentary piece because obviously the Cavs have issues when it comes to the center position. Um, but if you're looking at Dwight Howard to build around Around. No, no, but as a complimentary, as a role player, as somebody who would be like, "All right, I take him on the squad." I would, but I don't think that affects. I don't think. I don't think this move affects what LeBron's thinking right now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine that anything that's going on with Mozgov and Dwight Howard and second round picks and all that stuff is never uh, necessarily going to affect. When do you think we might find something out? When the, might something the, go down? The draft is tomorrow, so I wouldn't be shocked within the next twenty four hours if something pops up. So LeBron uh, watch 2018. Yeah. Yeah, it's been going on. I already made the announcement though. LeBron to the Canton charge, dude. It's pretty much a lock at this point. Can rip off three in a row. <laughs> Six no ranks. Dude, LeBron can score hundred points a night, baby. Come on, bring come on down here. All right. Good good fun game. Okay. What could LeBron legitimately go for every night? 100 points if he wanted to. No problem. No problem, dude. I mean, and that's not a slight against the G League, man. I love G League basketball, but the world of difference between LeBron James and guys who are trying to establish themselves into the NBA. Well, I mean, the world of difference between LeBron James and the rest of the guys in the NBA that play his position. 100 points a night, not even a problem. Barely breaking a sweat. All right. I mean, St. Vincent, St. Mary, pretty close. Wants, <laughs> to watch his, down, wants to watch his kids play basketball, right? LeBron to the charge. You heard it here Love first. It. More Sansbury Show is on the way. Well, at 6 no, a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, because we're done. We're done. I'm not doing any more. I've done enough. Uh, we will be back at this live tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great afternoon. See ya. Hope you boys brought popcorn. The Stansbury Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9.